Hello and welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we are here to bring you all things Archie. You love Archie. He's your favorite redhead. Don't fucking lie to us. Well, this is the weird thing because, of course, Archie is America's favorite redhead. But I was Uh thinking moments before we started recording, how is there not, and I double checked, how is there not a fucking Archie like mobile game, my man? Like, oh, what? Yeah, like one of that Simpsons game, you know, or yeah. whatever, like a town builder where you're building Riverdale. There's not. There's not even like a riv- like Riverdale the show. Like, come on, Archie. Yeah. Well, okay. It would be weirder, I think, if Riverdale the show had a mobile game. I could see it being one of those like, oh god, like weird fashion <laughs> oh, doll kind of oh, like games. like a dating sim thing? Yeah, like a dating sim, or you just like are a new gang member and you're like wandering around Riverdale and like buying outfits kind of thing. I will say that cell phone ads, not cell phone ads, mm. mobile game ads like on Instagram are my favorite thing. Oh, I know. I watch every second of those Merge Mansion ads. Oh, I know. Like there's that one where they got Kathy Bates for it. Those are insane that blew my mind i was like what the i was like literally watching like kathy bates run into like behind a bookcase into a hole in the wall and i was like is that kathy bates and then at the end it's like merge mansions and i'm like i've played that mobile game what the fuck i have not played that one but i think i have or no (laughs) i always get it mixed up with matchington manor or whatever (laughs) uh oh i have that like the garden guy one. What Gardenscapes. is that one? Gardenscapes. Yeah, I have gardenscapes. I literally was playing that moments before we started recording. <laughs> that one doesn't have ads with Kathy Bates, so I did see one for Magicton Manor or something. It was like yeah. Lily's Garden, maybe. That mm-hmm. Literally, the ad was just Lindsay Lohan being like, boy, I love this mobile game. I it's love great. That. Always playing it. Fuck it's yeah, me, get it, Lindsay. Lindsay Lohan, and that was like the whole ad. Like they didn't show any gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, "Hey, man, Lindsay Lohan's a thing again now, right? We can get yeah, her." Yeah, she did that one movie. She's relevant now. She was in that. Did you hear about her Pepsi ad where she poured uh, a yeah. can of Pepsi into a glass of milk and then drank it, and that was their whole ad? They were like, "Do this." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it did get people talking. It got me talking. I was it like, this sure is fucking awesome. It sure got people talking. Okay, Jeez, well, enough uh... about Milky Pepsi and Lindsay Lohan. Uh, that's the episode title right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I have for us today, to just go ahead and dive right on in, because oh, it please. is a chunky one. I have for us today oh, another edition of Archie, The Married Life. Ah, uh, yes. And which I realized it's been a while since we've done this one. So we have Archie Marries Veronica... Number six. So, so where where did we leave off? Yes. So this is the Yellow Woods Memory Lane project timeline, if you'll mm-hmm. remember, mm-hmm. where Mr. Lodge has gone full villain mode. Um and <laughs> it's like, is fair. Yeah. Is aren't we all a little bit these days? <laughs> yeah. So he's trying to destroy Gosh, he's trying to destroy most of Riverdale in various ways. He's got the Dunkamuffins and Jimmy Rocket ships next to literally <laughs> on either muffins. side of uh jugheads which i only realized this issue had not opened yet they are just like getting oh, ready yeah so they're just there but they haven't had their own grand opening yet what hasn't dunkamuffin dunkamuffin and jimmy rocket ships oh so they're just okay like, they're yeah just i guess up. they're like being con- built or something but they put the signs out really fucking early cuz yeah. giant signs uh Great. Co- 
Moose is running for mayor. This is the timeline where the current mayor, the incumbent, uh, literally said on Mike, I've <laughs> been corrupt for years. I've taken bribes, <laughs> betrayed all my oaths and all that shit. Oh, yeah. And I'm a was, crime lord. He was saying that to Fred Mirth and Hiram Lodge, of course. God, Fred Mirth. I forgot about him. <laughs> yes. Uh, the but birth yes. of a nation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then Veronica discovered that the Lodges already owned a shit ton of land, so Hiram didn't need to bulldoze existing properties in order to build on... God, why is he so evil in this? And dumb. Like... <laughs> He's like, yeah, that definitely costs more. There's literally a scene we'll get to in just a moment where we'll we'll get there. Actually, we'll get there because we open on uh, the Mason Moose Mason mayoral mm-hmm. headquarters. Thank uh, God. We've got all these great posters yep. with like his head in front of an American flag, and it <laughs> well, says yeah. his great slogan, which we've covered in a previous episode: "Hometown boy, hometown values." It's like, great, that sounds like a dog whistle to me, but cool. Yep. Then there's a poster of Ruskin. He hasn't been wrong yet, but then that's like <laughs> been crossed out and a sticker that says convicted has been put over his face. What? Which is like, what was not what's of? happened yet. <laughs> He's not been the convicted yet. The court of public yet. opinion, maybe. Pretty much. Uh, Moose is very pleased with how many people have come to help them on all their Saturdays. He is basically giving us a recap on what I've just gone over, about how the mayor confessed to crimes in front of everyone. Uh, Shockingly, Moose (laughs) has done really well in the polls since then. Yeah, weird. I was 30 points down, and now they're neck and neck. (laughs) And it's like, it doesn't feel like, I mean, cool, but like, you didn't really earn that. That's because they found out he's super corrupt. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? Sometimes in politics, you got to take your wins where you can get them. For real, though. And Veronica makes the wonderful point. You'd think after being indicted for fraud and corruption, he'd drop out of the race. Uh, now, Veronica, you should know better. <laughs> yes. He's claiming that he's been misquoted and was make- making a joke, and just even though everyone heard him. Uh, Archie is basically just like encouraging Moose. We learn Hiram has pulled his support from the mayor, and well, then we good. smash cut to a golf course where Hiram's playing with some investors. I guess he just uh, we see some vaguely Japanese-looking men, and he says, "This is a difficult hole, Mister Tushoba." And then he never really mentions them again. Great. We never see them again either. Great, They're just great. in the background for the rest of the scene. Uh, we do get a great shot of Hiram and like. Some, like, tight pants and a tight polo looking like a real snack. Oh, wow, okay. He's got, like, a real Hal from Malcolm in the Middle look in that Daddy panel. Daddy Lodge over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> this is where we get a recap about... Um, or, I'm sorry, he's getting a call from Fred Mirth, who is basically... Uh, parked in a golf cart up the hill watching him and he's he's threatening it's great because you see Hiram turn around and just look up at Fred Mirth Um, and Fred is threatening to expose Hiram's involvement in the mayor's corruption and this is when we learn that somehow no one figured out that Hiram was involved with this what? yeah guys even though Fred and Hiram were on the stage talking to the mayor when he said this, no one's figured out that they're also very corrupt. Great. Um, so basically, yes, Fred just threatens a whole bunch of stuff, but Hiram's like, he's not going to do anything because he would also 
go to jail. <laughs> he yeah. also did illegal stuff, so yeah. he's probably not going to do anything. And then we have yet another recap of the confession of the mayor. I'm where glad he- that we recapped this, and then we could start reading the comic that has just only been recapped so far. I know. I realize now that I sh- <laughs> didn't need to do so much recap, because this whole fucking comic, man, it's insane. It's, it's like, like a- if you cut all the recapping out of this, how long would it actually be? Not very. Um, <laughs> there's basically a news report talking about like small town America. Uh, it was a clean, wholesome place until corruption was uncovered. And then we have the clip of him saying, I'm the one who's taken the bribes, <laughs> broken my oath, betrayed everyone who voted God. for me. And then Great. we see Jughead and Midge watching the TV. And Jughead's kind of like relishing in this bullshit. And then Mo Miller. Do you have any idea who that is? Because we don't. No. Yeah, we've never gotten his name. It's the franchisee Calamari dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he, Mo, of course. He runs in and Jughead just goes, Mo Miller. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. so that's his fucking name, I guess. Okay. Yeah, he basically runs in and is like, hey, I've got four people coming down here in 10 minutes and they want to taste your burgers. And if they Jughead's like them. Like, we don't have any burgers. We're all out of meat. Oh. I ate it all out of stress. <laughs> um, if they like what they taste, they're going to give him franchising opportunities for jugheads or juggies or whatever it's called. Juggalos. Jug- <laughs> Juggalos, Jugtastic Burger Shack. <laughs> uh, we cut over to Lodge Industries, where Veronica and Archie are walking down the hallway, stop outside Hiram's office. They're talking about working on Saturdays, uh, they <laughs> having the upper hand against Hiram. Great. And they step inside. He's watching a news report. And this is this is where we learn that the uh, Jimmy's rocket ship and the Dunkamuffin have not opened yet, even though we see a fucking shot of them next to the Jughead. So I'm still like, all right, whatever. It's basically like a man on the street style interviews regarding the incoming franchises. Mm-hmm. They get a shot of Flute Snoot, and he's like, if I want to drink chemicals, I'll go to my laboratory. Jughead serves good natural shit. And yeah, then, no chemicals in that. Okay, yeah. fucking Flute Snoot. I was like, okay, so they couldn't think of anything real, I guess. Uh, Jason Blossom shows up, and he's no. like, Oh, I don't know why everyone's so upset. It's not like you have to choose one or the other. Uh, And then there's an interview with Jughead while he's just like frying, like looking over his shoulder. And he's just like, (laughs) like, I don't mind competition, but am I the only one who thinks it's weird that they literally opened up next door to me? And then That's not that weird, Jughead. No, it's not. Happens all the time. A lot of restaurants are next to other restaurants. Yes. Hiram turns off the TV. And starts complaining to Red or not Reggie, Archie and Veronica uh, about how small towns suck. He's like, why does everyone like small towns? Why does why everyone do think it's here, so great? Hiram? I don't Move know. to New York. Why is your business located and based out of <laughs> anyway? Um, Literally like, the smallest town. He's like small towns, small minds, small profits. He wants to make Riverdale grow and be cool, and he's going to bring it into the future. The idea here is he's not going to move to a metropolis to do business. He's going to fucking make Riverdale be a metropolis. This is like some Walt Disney Epcot shit, where his (laughs) original plan was like the city of the future. Like, how have they not gone that direction with a comic? 
yet already that like yeah. Hiram tries to make Riverdale into I mean I guess that's kind of what they're trying to do but like I want more like weird utopian <laughs> like Walt Disney like I'll play in everyone's lives and jobs yeah. kind of patriarchal shit okay so he uh or I'm sorry Veronica spreads out this giant plan of the town I guess like uh, whatever, survey of the town, mm-hmm. and starts talking about all the land that they own and do not have to demolish things, which includes, Megan, an old abandonment amusement, or I'm sorry, an abandoned amusement park. I'm so excited to say it. Oh my God. Yeah, which has never come up before, and <laughs> I'm pissed that they didn't do a whole plot line there. Yeah, can we spend all our time there? Is that where the Joker lives? With <laughs> his weird, like, fun house clown yeah. thing, yeah. Uh, there's also a bunch of old factory complexes, apparently. So I can't believe there's an abandoned amusement park in Riverdale, and we haven't been there. I know, like fuck I, off with that. How many times too have they done like haunted houses, and they have not done a haunted amusement park? Like what the fuck, guys? That's every Scooby Doo episode right there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Archie and Veronica are basically making a good case as to why this is so much better. They can just build on the abandoned amusement park and old factory yeah, and complexes. Yeah, that's probably a huge safety hazard. Like, yeah, I just, bet there's teens breaking in there every other day. I know, and right? YouTubers. Like, <laughs> yep, I know all those YouTubers with GoPros just like climbing the yeah. old like uh, roller coaster tracks and shit mm-hmm. like that, falling off and dying. Uh, and then, what is it, one of the Pauls comes by and he's like, a lot of people die here. And it's like, oh, man. Yep. So Archie also is like, yeah, we can even get tax breaks from the state for putting in roads and city services. And Veronica's like, we can turn the factories into these loft and retail spaces. And we don't wow, have to... Wow, she's even talking about repurposing existing art infrastructure. I know. It's so Hell good. yeah. I know. Um, and she's like, and it's literally cheaper than bulldozing all that bullshit you were going to bulldoze. And, and then Hiram's like, well, I hate you guys, though, so. Mm. Almost. He's like, I thought you were too weak to see through my plans, but you found out about them and you even took action against them without me knowing. And he's basically just like, he's impressed with them, uh, despite the, like, at their chutzpah. Angry they went behind his back, but pleased because it's all working out. And then he takes their big blueprints and he crushes them in his hands. It says, but if don't you ever dare defy me again, either of you, or I will crush you. Wait, how did they defy him though? They just like came up with a different option, didn't they? Yes. Okay. And they weren't supposed to. And they, I see. Neither of them were supposed to know so about it, it like too, a, which a I think is crime, like maybe. I mean, yeah. He's even got the mustache, man. Like, Oof. ooh, that's some interesting, weird backstory theories for 1984. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Hiram Lodge. Um, <laughs> but no, so I think it's mostly that like they weren't supposed to know about the project. They found out about it. And then, yes, like, went behind his back to... I feel like, again, they didn't get rid of the project. They're just like, this is way better and won't make everyone hate you. And so I don't really get his beef. I don't know. Yeah, like, what does he want? Why does he want this? I don't know. Presumably it's just he wants to bring in new money, like, develop new... You know, gentrify fucking Riverdale the most Right, but they just gave him a better option for that. So, like, why does he hate that? Is it just because it was their idea? 
I think that's mostly it. Probably okay. control freak, you know? Yeah. I mean, that seems like his kind of character in mm-hmm. this arc where in Betty, Archie marries Betty, he's literally trying to control Archie and Veronica's lives. That's true. That's true. You know? So, he's trying to pay people to divorce their spouses. Yeah, yeah, it's wild, man. So Archie and Veronica leave his office, and it's very funny because Archie's legitimately disturbed with that. He's like, "That was actually kind of scary," and Veronica's just like not phased by it at all. And she's well, like, she "Oh did yeah, grow up with that. he means every word. Don't don't get him wrong. He means it. Um, <laughs> He'll and, kill us." And then she's like, "You did good though. You didn't show fear." <laughs> And I'm like, holy shit, Ron, your dad is so fucked up. I love this energy from Veronica, though. Yes. No, I I, I do, too, because it's the very real fact of growing up with this kind of person that they don't address otherwise. Yeah. Uh, so then Hiram is kind of like, I don't know, I guess going to get coffee. And he walks into the break room and overhears a couple of employees discussing Veronica and Reggie's friendship. Oh, I don't God. know if you remember a couple episodes or a couple issues ago, they hugged and a secretary saw them and was like, oh, like, you know, shocked. And she ran off. And presumably this is gossip yeah. has been spreading uh, because basically they're just like, oh, they're just good friends. And then one of them's like, oh, I don't think they're just good friends. There may be more. And then Hiram walks they're in doing, and he's like, like the sex thing with their hands. <laughs> like, uh-uh. Hiram is just like shocked watching from the hallway. <laughs> you know, he walks in and he's like, get back to work, you lazy slackers. And then they scutter off. Um, and he's just like clearly plotting about this. Um, <laughs> we go over to uh, the Cooper household outside the Cooper house where um, Betty's like coming down the walk and. Reggie's coming up the like sidewalk on the street and they're just they start chatting. We learn that they're heading over to uh Pops. It's like the opening grand opening of the Jimmies and the Dunkamuffin. And they're going to Pops on the grand opening. They got a bunch of like all their friends together yeah, to, to get like breakfast support. in. Yeah, mm-hmm. solidarity kind of thing. Yeah. And so they're walking over there and Betty kind of like let slip she heard about how this was or how Reggie is now being Moose's secret advisor on the campaign, which it's a secret because Hiram would clearly be furious. Yeah. And so Reggie's like, it was supposed to be a secret. Why do you know this? <laughs> and then she's like, oh, don't worry. Um, someone told me or someone like that. She's basically just kind of like pleased, though, um, because she's like, Reggie, you're growing up. You know, the Reggie I knew would not have done this. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, come on. No, I've got to do something shitty to prove you wrong, which I thought was cute. <laughs> yeah, classic Reggie. <laughs> um, and she's like, this is when she's like, it was even your idea to get everyone together. And he's like, I just wanted a breakfast on a bun. Come on. It's nothing. <laughs> and he's like, I'll never admit to being a nice guy. Okay, and then, this is really making me want a burger, though. Oh, my God. Same, though. Uh, I was like, like a burger with a fried egg on it. Sounds yeah, fucking amazing. Fuck. So then we see a giant crowd that they're all just in, and they're running towards the same place. And then we see Jugheads with a huge fucking line out the front door. All um, right. And Moose standing out front with Alana, basically just talking about how dope uh, Jugheads is. And he's like, hey, man, you can eat wherever you want. 
I, I'm not banning. I don't want to get rid of ban franchises. Capitalism. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to get rid of capitalism. <laughs> I support the free market. I love a nice rocket ship's burger every now and then, but the chocolate shop is a Riverdale institution, and we should sh- support it. And we just yeah see a bunch of people going in. Everyone's all stoked and pleased. Uh, I feel like they... it's weird that this mayoral, mayoral candidate, who's barely neck and neck with the like super corrupt guy. Is throwing so much weight around, like going to juggies or whatever. Juggies? No. It. Yeah. It's. It's. It's a big move on Moose's part, I would say, to just come out and like openly endorse this uh, franchise. I feel like if an existing mayor endorsed a burger place, I would not give a shit. Like. Let alone a candidate for mayor. Yeah, but Megan, we don't live in Riverdale, it's where true. everyone this gives a shit about local politics. We, I should also point out, we see the Jimmy's rocket ship and the Dunkin' Muffin Grand openings with no one at them, and there's even like a sad-looking dude at the grand opening of the Dunkin' Muffin, like, oh, no one came to my muffin store. That's <laughs> so um, weird. It's also like, of course a franchise is not going to do as well like compared to a beloved institution. I know. Like, <laughs> presumably, I don't know, is this the first of any of these franchises in Riverdale? Like, have Probably, they never had, like, like, a McDonald's or whatever? Like, Oh, you mean, like, any franchise ever? I guess not any franchise, but it's just, like, that seems like the equivalent kind of thing of, like, yeah. the Jimmy's rocket ship, you know? Although I, I will like say, it's more in like a, a news story... Fridays, right? Oh, maybe. Or, like, I could what see is that. the one, Johnny? What is that one where they sing at you? What? The one where the, they the, sing like, at you? The, like, diner-themed one? Oh, God, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember it. <laughs> We went to one once and then left because it took so long for them to bring us menus. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. One of those, like, uber kitschy ones where there's a ton yeah, of shit on I the feel walls. Like that's what I think That's it's like a TGI Friday vibe, definitely. I don't know which what the other one is, though. That actually makes a lot more sense. And then clearly we've got a Dunkin' Donuts, so it's like, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah anyway. Uh, Betty and Reggie approach, and basically Midge is like, oh, we've got a table for you. There's a quick uh, beat where Moose just kind of, like, insults Reggie a little bit, which is great. Um, Great, great. I know. Like, Moose is such a dick to Reggie in this timeline, and it's like, Reggie's actually making such an effort to be a good person. Literally, it's like, they reference again the fact that it was his idea to get everyone. Johnny Rockets. Oh, that's totally what they're doing. Wow, I literally I knew it was something super similar, but it's more similar than I thought it would be. Yeah, Jimmy's rocket ship to Johnny Rockets. Wow. I I also, I just saw a list of this kind of restaurants, and there's one called Beefo Brady's. Holy shit. Which is a vibe. I want to go to Beefo Brady's, was it? Yep. Beefo Do you think Brady's. it's like a Irish themed burger restaurant or something? Probably. Yeah. Anyway, so they make some more reference to Reggie's secret help, and then he's like, "Hey, man, keep that on the down low." And then Alana says, "I wish I could figure you out, Reggie." And then Reggie goes, "You can't. I'm an enigma wrapped in a riddle." And then Moose finishes off with wrapped. And dipped in bull. <laughs> See you later, bud. And I'm like, what? And he's got like a Why mean face. A I'm dick? like, so you, I love too. Like if you unpgify that, and he's just like and dipped in bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, Moose, Damn. that's brutal. You're in front Harsh. of like a TV camera, my man. Like you just insulted your friend on TV, probably. Um, but yeah, so they go in, and Midge is like, hey, 
Jughead has this one table that's going to be reserved for you guys forever, all the time. What? It's that's called wild. the Riverdale Round Table. And uh, we see that Archie and Veronica, Ethel, and Chuck and Nancy are already there. And then yeah. there's not enough room for everyone else to sit there, and then Reggie is forced to sit sadly by himself in the corner. Aww. No, it is a massive table. It's like an eight top or something. <laughs> that they're just never going to use for any other customers. It's a booth, too, so it's just a huge booth, like yeah. an eight top booth that they all squeeze in. <laughs> um, and it's also square. It is not a round table, which Reggie makes a joke about. And Great. So Jughead comes over. He's like, hey, guys, thanks. Cool. We've got the franchise kicking in. It's going to be dope. We're doing great. And then we get a real quick beat where Betty talks to Ethel. And basically, it's just so Betty can be like, I hate New York. I'm moving back to Riverdale. Oh, okay. I was going to be like, what's Betty's deal again? Yeah. Um, but there she's we go. She's sad and lonely in New York. And so she's just moving back. Yeah, fine. Uh, Chuck stands up and gives a big toast to all of them and the people of Riverdale who used their pocketbooks to save a local institution and to the mayor and Jughead and all of us and old friends. And then we Great. cut to yet another fucking TV coverage of the election, <laughs> which we've got a real like... We like I don't know, just like a a boy. This guy looks like a fucking like eighteen year old on TV with his little microphone talking about how uh, it's election day. Everyone's gonna come vote for the two only two candidates on the ballot apparently, who are currently under indictment on fraud and corruption charges involving local land deals. Murray Ruskin, three-term mayor, who we literally see being led away in handcuffs, and what? I'm like, why is this guy is on the fucking with? ballot? Like, also, <laughs> like, why? Uh, anyway, we do live in America, though, so this is pretty. Uh, the justice anyway. system's working really fast, though. Yeah. Uh, or political newcomer Marmaduke Mason, who has run on a campaign based on hometown values, which again. Real uh, real red flag for me. Yep. Moose is in his kind of campaign headquarters watching the coverage. He's nervous. He feels like he was mean to the what Mayor Ruskin in an interview where he just basically is like, I don't think the mayor will be able to run the town from prison, do you? And I'm like, that's not that mean. That's like a fair question, my man. Like, yeah. it's his dumb ass for being corrupt. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you should feel... Because then he's it's like... It's not his... like he was like in the hospital with cancer and you're like, well, right. can he run the town from the hospital? Yeah, no. Moose is like, his kids will hear. And I'm like, his kids will hear that their dad is corrupt yeah, and got aware arrested. Yeah, he's in like, jail or whatever. It's like, I, yeah, I'm like, I think they know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he's really nervous, so he's like, I'm going to go uh, run some laps at the track to calm down. <laughs> Fucking nerd. And, Sports yeah. nerd. And then Reggie is just like, nah, this is, this is fine. Reggie's going to win. Or Reggie's going to win. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, Reggie is going to win because Moose is going to win. Yeah. Um, and he's, Betty's just like, how do you know? And he's like, I can read people, man. I can, I can tell. And she's just like, is that how you knew everybody would show up at Jughead's? Alana told me, he's like, Jesus Christ, what does secret mean to people? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, it's fine. She only told me. And he's like, okay, so you don't get it. And she's like, you know, you don't get it. This is the kind of stuff girls tell each other when they're talking about a 
guy the other one likes. And then yeah, he's okay. like, guy the other one, oh. And then they smooch, and she's like, yeah, oh. And it's like, all right, guys. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's cool. Rom-com over here yeah. just playing out in the other panels. Now um, we're going to have a hilarious mix-up where she walks in Reggie? on him, like, I don't know, hugging, hugging Veronica. a girl. And the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She hears that rumor from the staff over at Lodge Industries. Yeah. She starts working at Lodge Industries when she moves he's back. He's like, no, I can explain. And she's like, no, we can't talk I ever again. I heard that you hugged Veronica, a lifelong friend of both of ours. <laughs> we, we see Betty hugging Veronica moments later. And he's like, That's fine, they're though. lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we cut to the track where Moose is running a lap. There's a weird, like like beef shot of him looking like hot and tight clothes. I'm like, I don't oh, need thank this. God. Um, That's what we all then, are here for is hot. And then moves. Megan, <laughs> the t- everyone explodes onto the track, TV cameras, friends, well-wishers, and reporters, and saying, you won! You're the Wait, mayor! Oh. <laughs> you did it! We, Oh, yeah! Uh, it's amazing. And then he's just like, no kidding, huh? And then they're like, "What are you gonna do? Your I'm first run act is lap. mayor." And then he, and then he's like, "Oh my god, I'm mayor!" And then it like really hits him. And then he's like, "Oh fuck, what am I gonna do?" And Alana's like, "You'll do great." And then yeah. we go, "Yeah, I don't care about this mayor plot no, line at all. I don't give a shit about Moose." Um, <laughs> we, we go over to Reggie, and um, like Moose is like one step above Fangs Fogarty. <laughs> He's worse than Fangs Fogarty. Are you kidding me? He's like in a toxic relationship. His That's entire true. plot is based off, or his entire Openly character is abusive. based off of that. Fangs, at least, is just like single and toxic. Yeah. You know? Anyway, we go over to Reggie and Betty, who are watching from the sidelines. And she's like, you should be there with him. And he's like, nah, it's Moose's night. I'm, I'm okay over here. And then he feels a hand on his shoulder, and someone's like, are you Reggie Mantle? And he's like, yeah, that's me. Guess you've already known. And then a guy slaps the cuffs on him. He's <laughs> like, you're under arrest for first-degree fraud, fraud, extortion, and bribery. What? And then that's the end of the episode. What the fuck? Yeah. That's it, man. The wow. next, the trial of Reggie Mantle begins. I kind of don't really care about that, honestly. Yeah. But... <laughs> I'm just like, what What the fuck? Where did that come from? Yeah, I definitely, you you read the like, are you Reggie Mantle? And I was like, because you're getting served. Because that's like always how that happens. It, but, I know. Yeah. It's such an easy setup. You do not expect them to slap the cuffs on him, though. No. No, I feel it. Oh, weird. Where were they? They were at the... They're at the, like, track. Like, celebration? <laughs> like, okay. Which is just, again, at the high school track where Moose is running laps. That's so weird. I think his headquarters is, like, in the gym or something, so it's not like he went somewhere else. He, like, just went outside, but still, like, still very all weird. the reporters were like, we gotta fucking find Moose, like, yeah. wherever he is, I guess. God. But there you go. Until it, Until next episode, when we get back to... Archie marries Betty and figure out how Ambrose's burger barn, where or no, chow house, that's what it was. Ambrose's house. chow show house, where they're doing rocket shows now, or whatever. Did you say rocket shows? Rock shows, or oh, whatever. Okay. Yeah, I think I was going to say rock and roll shows, but I yeah. decided to just say rock. I don't yeah. want to sound like an old person. Those kids with their rock and or roll. I was literally going to do rock and or roll. Seymour Skinner's. I don't know what voice I was doing. It was not. I thought, 
Seymour. Isn't that uh No, 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 no. That's uh fucking Lovejoy, Reverend Lovejoy. No, it is Lovejoy. Yeah, because they're better. doing Inagata Divina in, uh, <laughs> in, yeah. ch- in church. Wait a minute. <laughs> this sounds like rock and or roll. <laughs> and that's going to be they're our the same next fucking character, though, so. future bonus episode, The Simpsons. Yeah. Jesus Christ. How have we not mm-hmm. done Simpsons yet? How has how Archie not done Simpsons yet? The Simpsons have done Archie. That's true. Yeah, they have multiple times. Yeah. I always think of that, stay out of Riverdale. <laughs> and then he's reading Archie comics later, and he's like, yeah. no good Riverdale punks. Yeah, <laughs> think they're think too, too good, good for me. For me. <laughs> yeah. um, so good. Speaking of appearances. Yes, please. The Archie comics are just in it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I don't remember that. Yeah, he references like an Archie funny book. Whoa. At one point. And I was like, what the fuck? Well, we know um, Stephen King at least grew, read them growing, growing up. Jesus. Yes, when he was growing my, up. <laughs> there's he, my ADHD <laughs> kicking in. Can't speak because yeah. I'm so excited to. Yeah, uh, definitely gets referenced a few times where he like throws a funny book or something. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'll definitely have to reread that one soon. I'm almost done with Underground Railroad, a stirring uh, magical realism tale of slavery in uh, pre, pre-war uh, America, so I'll just go ahead and follow that up with an equally as wholesome and uplifting and in- informing book as <laughs> Stephen King's It. seven and a half hours left of the <laughs> 45-hour audiobook. Jesus so Christ. Who's I'm reading that, slow by the progress. way? What? Who's reading that, by the way? I don't know. Uh, no, nobody that jumped to mind. Let me oh, see. I was just wondering. Steven Weber. Oh, I feel like I know that name. It's probably one of those dudes who reads a ton of audiobooks. All right. He's a good audiobook reader, so. All right, so I got? have a great... What? What do we got, is what I said. Um, I This is kind of relevant, honestly. To um, it? No, no, to the one <laughs> oh. you did. Oh, wait, because... hang on. Hang on. I'm so sorry to pause once again, but I this is something I've been meaning to tell you for months, and it yeah. is it is having to do with it. Is This is going to sound like a, I'm a crazy person, but in my bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> there's a stain on the wall that oh, no. says it. I shit you not. What? I'll show you the next time you're at my apartment. Okay. But yes. So I dead ass think my apartment is haunted by the ghost of Pennywise or something. Anyway, please continue. So you're going to fucking die, I guess. Yeah, I um, guess so. Except I'm not scared of him or whatever the solution is. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't finished it. I still have seven and a half hours. I was just thinking of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yes, please. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's... So I have a, a good guy, Archie. Oh, my favorite comic. Yes. And this is, um, he's really getting into some like taxes and <laughs> like, you know, supporting his school shit. So it just seems really relevant to this whole. Hell yes. Evil Mr. Yeah. Lodge. Yeah. Overlord kind of vibe. He's trying so to this save in, the uh, soul of Riverdale. Yeah. Archie at Riverdale High. This is from one of the compilations, but this was originally Archie at Riverdale High number five. Aren't these wild usually? This one's not too wild. Um, you're they they can be pretty. They wild. can be okay. I was yeah. just the series I'm remembering. Yeah. Um, this one's more just like what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> this is from February of 1973, and we do have credits. So um, oh, it is wow. a story by Frank Doyle, pencils by Dan DeCarlo. Well, ah. What the fuck, Dan DeCarlo? Uh huh. 
Dane DeClarlo. <laughs> Inks by Rudy LePick and letters by Big Bill Yoshida. Hell yeah, dude. Big and, Bill. Um, this is Archie at Riverdale High in The Cost of Quality. Ooh. Sounds like it's going to be a fucking noir. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Open uh, Archie is like gut shot. <laughs> so we, I also want to describe that Veronica's wearing like a white collared shirt and oh, like yeah. an orange mini skirt and an orange tie and she has a purple pinstriped vest on. That is amazing. <laughs> and it's just such a look. God, this is, wow, that's so good. The 70s man. Any like stockings or like? No. Just wow. barely. It's, oh, no, wait. She does have, like, knee-high orange socks on. Fuck, yes. I was hoping for orange socks or something. Yeah. That's great. So we open. Uh, Mr. Lodge is losing his shit in his chair. He's, like... <laughs> I love his chair. ...flailing around. His little glasses are, like, flying off his face. You know yeah. how they do that? Yeah. His and he's holding, I think, thing. a newspaper that he's uh-huh. crushed in one hand. Is he tearing his hair? No, he's punching the air, though. Oh, okay, okay. He's saying, egad! <laughs> You look at the Has size anyone ever of the... said that for real? No. No. I don't know why it's a thing. I don't either. All right. You, like, you keep going. I'm going to look up the etymology of a gad. Yeah. Um, when you look at the size of the school budget they're trying to hit us with, it's oh outrageous. My... Jesus. Okay, sure. And Veronica's saying to Archie, uh-oh, what you're hearing now is the voice of the irate taxpayer. Totally a normal teen thing to say. Veronica said that? Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, she's like looking concerned. And I guess this is Archie's just stopping by to walk Veronica to school and they're just like overhearing this. Oh, oh I see. <laughs> and this so, is just a separate flip out happening in the back. I see. Yeah. Of so their own, yeah. He's freaking out. He's yelling at Smithers. He's like, it's indecent. It's a school, not a country club. It's a fucking public school. You're not <laughs> even sending her to a, like a charter private school or whatever. Wow. And so they're like leaving and Archie's like, wow, your dad feels pretty strongly about that. <laughs> and then we see Mr. Lodge is like, I'm going to use every bit of influence I have to bring down the budget for the local public high school. Like, what the fuck, Mr. Lodge? Wow. That's cool. pretty, pretty villainous, my man. I know. So you're like doing your... Archie villain stuff. Seriously, yeah. He's and just, just like, bled yeah. over into this reality. So we we cut to Archie and Veronica walking to school, and yeah. Veronica's like, you know, the country club dues doubled this year, and that didn't bother him at all. And Archie My says, God. people don't mind spending more on luxuries. The cost of necessities, though, that really gets him. And I'm like, why do you know this? Like, what? You're fucking 16 or whatever. This is one of those ones where Archie's just like <clears throat> super erudite and like... yeah. He's like this weird wise monk vibe sometimes. Yeah, and I yeah, hate it's it. totally. That's like the good guy Archie vibe is him just being like, "Wow, man, I just want to help children and like fucking giving out Cohen's and shit." Save the economy. Have a yeah. flower. Love. Um, uh, but he's always dressed like a fucking prep, so it's unbearable. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, "Your your dad does have a lot of influence in this town," and Veronica's like, "Unfortunately, that's true." <laughs> So we cut to um, Waldo Weatherby's office where all mm-hmm. the teachers are like, oh, we need more lab equipment. We need more teachers. There's more students coming this year. The, the furnace is broken. 
And Mr. Weatherby's like, fucking we, big. we don't have any money. We can't do anything. Jesus Christ. I mean, this is not unrealistic to the world, I will say. Yeah. Everything that's happening in this comic. It's the teen involvement that is unrealistic. Uh, we see him and Geraldine Grundy walking down the hall, and he's sort of explaining the problem to her. Uh, Archie and Veronica overhear this as he's mm-hmm. saying, every time we ask for more money, someone brings up Central High. Oh, oh my God. I literally think I know which comic this is. And then Veronica's like, Central High, that's the one daddy likes. They have a real bargain price education with a much lower budget than us. It's a, again, it's public school. <clears throat> like, you're just paying taxes, Hiram. Like, I know, right? Like, you're also well, rich, so you're probably not fucking paying taxes. Possibly be like, yeah. probably um, like only Archie's parents who are gonna feel the sting of this tax hike, Hiram, Mister One Percent. They seem pretty upper middle class to me. Well, Hiram sure is fucking gonna feel it. That's all I'm trying <clears throat> no, to say. No, he's not. Um, we also have in this next panel one of those really detailed foreground characters. Oh hell yes, yeah, which favorite. I love. It's like a woman with like a lot of, I guess, a girl since she's in laughing. High uh, no, she's got her mouth kind of open, and okay. she's got, like, a lot of really detailed blonde hair that's curly. Yeah. And she has on a purple shirt with, like, orange and yellow and green, like, starbursts on it. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. Um, yeah, just a lot of detail. More than they've given to any other character. <laughs> who's, <laughs> who's a main character, even. Yeah. So, I'm like, is this supposed to be someone specific? Probably. Oh, it's I probably could see like that. somebody's wife or something. I was, yeah, like a daughter. <laughs> yeah. Dan DiCarlo's like, my daughter. Yeah. So they are talking and Archie's like, well, sure, but they have larger classes and fewer teachers than we do. They save a bundle on salaries. Again, what what are you talking about, Archie? What is this conversation this? between two high school students? Did you do you spend your free time school? looking up the budgets and like salary breakdowns of Central High? Well, now we cut back to like Waldo and uh, Miss Grundy, uh-huh. and Mister Weatherby's like, when you don't have enough money to run your school, you have to cut down on unnecessary frills like teachers. Pfft. And okay. Miss Grundy's like, well, I can double the size of my classes. I'll still teach, not very well, but I'll teach. And she looks pissed. I would be too. That's a lot of fucking kids. Her classes are normally pretty big. Yeah. Um, Archie and Veronica are in the background, like, huh. Uh, and now. <laughs> they're just like peering through the door. No, they're just they're standing in the hallway. This has oh, all been wow. in the hallway. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, he left his office to talk to Miss Grundy about this school budget <laughs> issue, I guess, in front of all the children. They, he's trying to... See, the whole thing is, he's trying to get what happens happen. Like, yeah. he's trying to make it happen. Yeah, he's like, I'll talk about this problem in front of Archie and he'll solve it somehow. I know how fucking proactive these teens are. So now we have a bunch of teens just co- talking about this issue. Betty's like, well, at Central High, everybody passes. It's just a degree mill. You know, uh, you don't even have to try. Shame. Shame uh, on all those teachers, I guess. Jughead's real pissed about it. He's like, you run a cheap school, you get happy taxpayers. That's one fact you can't escape. And it's oh like, my God. What, what are you guys? I, I Dude, just these can't. writers need a, a different outlet than Archie Comics. <laughs> they need to do like political cartoons or something. Like, um, and this then is Archie's insane. over here, like, teenagers. sad but true. Everybody hates taxes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And Bill and yeah, Reggie Archie. over here. You don't pay them, but sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bill teenager. and Reggie over here is like, who gives a shit? Like, it's a diploma is all that matters. Why would it matter if it's easier to get? Uh-huh, sure. I don't believe random this. Random other teen 
it's just like, well, nobody nowadays, everybody needs a diploma. Even to work in a car wash, you need a high school diploma, uh, which I don't know why that's really relevant to anything. But Reggie's like written the like 60s when like people just started going to like college and high school, I guess. (laughs) Um, It is from 73. So, okay, Uh, which we can tell because Reggie is wearing a, a gold shirt. Oh, um, fuck yes. Yeah. Reggie's like, yeah, it doesn't matter what's behind it. You just need the piece of paper. Are there ascots aplenty in this fucking piece? Uh, not a lot of ascots, actually. I don't see Shocking. any. Wow. Weird. I would have expected big, like, deep Vs with an ascot, like, tight around the neck. Mm-hmm. It's a good look. Um, so now Veronica and Archie walk away from all those rowdy teens. Mm-hmm. Veronica all the says, bad boys. Oh, I don't like the way the world is going. Same, and, uh, Ron. <laughs> yeah, I know, great. Archie's just like... Same. Archie's just like, majority rules. Your dad and Reggie are right. You know, they they like the way Central High does things. Archie says this? Yeah, he's clearly going somewhere with this. He's like, why waste time and money trying to get a few oh, geniuses? Does he have that, like, conniving face where he's, he's like, angry, angry but happy? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, angry smiles, yeah. Set your teaching goal down to the dumb dumb level that anybody can make it real cool and easy. And Veronica's like, don't forget cheap. And then suddenly they're up on a hill looking down at the school. Whoa. And they're like, Veronica's like, what a horrible <laughs> the anime thought, hill. though. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, that's the direction blowing. Daddy's pushing good old Riverdale High towards. Jesus Christ. Now she's like, I love that pile of old bricks too much to let him get away with it. Jesus Christ. And now we get to part two. I've never, as a teen in high school, felt any of this feeling. (laughs) I mean, I definitely feel that, like, teachers should be better funded, but I never was like, gotta do something about it. I don't think this should be on teens, quite frankly. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's weird. I think this should be up to adults in power, not teens. All right, so now we see Archie. Uh, it's a different day. He's going into Mr. Lodge's office, and he's like, Mr. Uh-huh. Lodge, I really appreciate this after-school job you've given me. The money's uh-huh. good. The experience is great. It's been so happy for me. And Mr. What? Lodge is like, yeah, what's the catch? And Archie's like, I've got to resign. You know, I've I've got too much time. I need to spend more time on my studies. My mm-hmm. grades have gone down. But I have a replacement for you. Oh, very good. Yeah, Mr. Lodge is like, Phew. What's the use? You high school kids are always coming and going. Oh, my God. And Archie's like, not this guy. He's graduated from Central High. Oh. And Mr. Lodge is fucking pumped about that. He's like, out of school? Amazing. The best. What the fuck? And then Archie opens the door, and it's like just the worst caricature. He's like... Real skinny, but has like a pot belly somehow, oh, okay. and like a torn shirt with like a peace necklace. Oh, I see. He's and like he's a got bum. some like big glasses and some like bad facial hair, and like he's all shaggy and stuff. Some beatnik type. Yeah, Archie's like, this is Andy Klotz. <laughs> Andy. Oh, Klotz. <laughs> Mr. Lodge. Uh, I love and the art on the this guy. Like, I remember it so vividly. <laughs> He says, I'm a genuine high school grad, but it's spelled G-E-N-U-W-Y-N-E. So you know he's saying it bad, too. Oh, he's a real dum-dum. Uh-huh. He's like, I gotta do better in Archie because I'm more educated, right? And he, like, hits Mr. Lodge on the back. Jesus fucking Christ, And now we cut to Archie and Veronica talking, and Veronica's like, Andy Klotz, Archie, you didn't. This feels offensive to someone. (laughs) It is, yeah. Right? 
Um, and then Archie's like, I had to. The situation called for for drastic measures. I love how and- Veronica's just like, Andy Clot. <laughs> Veronica's oh, like, fuck. But, but he's a real dummy. A yeah. hopeless bungler. <laughs> he can, oh my God. He's, what have he's you done? Typical of a, and Archie fills in, a central high graduate. <laughs> just churning out morons over there. Jesus. Doesn't matter this if they is- were smart before. Now they're idiots. What? Wait, does he say that? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> then we like, cut back wow. to um, <laughs> like, what are they doing Mr. Lodge's office. <laughs> we see Andy Klotz is holding a, a like a long two by four. Wait, he's trying to take it out the door, but he's not turning it to go through the door. <laughs> Why is he on a two by four? <laughs> Mr. Lodge's office, and he was like, "Get this board out of here!" It's a leftover from the remodel, I guess. <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, "Hiram, you know you can hire not teens, right? Like, are there like other are there not teen not not teens in Riverdale? Like, the job market's so bad. All of the adults have gone elsewhere to work." So Andy Klotz is like, boss man, we're going to have to knock the wall out. I ain't going to be able to fit through the door. Oh, my God. Is the, um, like, TH apostrophe? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. He says this Remember, here door, kids, too. If, you, if you're smart, you don't use slang or slur your words at all. Nope. And um, Mr. Lodge just takes it from him and is like... I'll, I'll do it. Did you count those boxes in the warehouse that I asked you to? And he's like, oh, uh-huh, seven and five uh, is 11, 12. Uh, he's like counting on his fingers. <laughs> Mr. Lodge Christ. is horrified. Why didn't he write it down? <laughs> Did he also, not know how to write? So, so far, that his job consists of counting boxes <laughs> and carrying and two boards. Like... This sounds like something. This is the job that Archie said was invaluable experience. But anyways, well, Archie had never counted boxes before. So then Mr. Lodge is like, "You're a high school graduate," and he's like, "Well, I was in the top ten percent of my graduating class." Jesus Christ, y'all! <laughs> Gotta stop taking shots at these poor school districts. I know, I know. And he's like, "There's no tests or homework. They got too many kids and hardly any teachers." Uh, Nobody got to worry about failing. It's great. <laughs> and, um, that's great, guy. Thanks, Klotz. At this point, I'm just going to say my headcanon is that this guy's like actually a great actor and he's in on it with Archie. That would be that fucking awesome. Seems much better than this. Than them using this and poor dumb boy. And why else would he boy? say, like, they've got too many kids and hardly any teachers? That's not really relevant to anything. No, it does seem also like, I'm like, why does Andy Klotz know this if he's like, this right. dumb. It feels like yeah. he would not be aware yeah, of like, right. like he any of this. can't count kids in a class. <laughs> he can't count boxes. How does he know how many fucking kids there are? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mr. Lodge immediately calls to set up a emergency meeting of the Taxpayers Association, which is like, what? is that a thing? Should I, I be I'm, in a Taxpayers Association? I've never I heard. I pay taxes. They didn't teach me about this in fucking civics class. Oh, God. We went to the dumb kid school. Oh, no. We went to Central High. Fuck. Megan. Fuck. No All wonder right, I well. can't do them words good. <laughs> uh, so we cut to now. It's uh, Veronica looking on with glee as Mr. Weatherby and Miss Grundy. Mm-hmm. They, I guess they're happy. Mr. Weatherby looks angry in this picture. But oh, yeah. they're he like, it's a miracle. 
The taxpayers overwhelmingly accepted the record high budget. We'll have enough money to run the school. Oh, okay. And Miss Grundy's like, thanks to Mr. Lodge and his surprising about face. <laughs> Great. Thank uh, you. As if yeah. we didn't need that. I know, thanks. We were like, oh. Oh, Mr. Lodge. Oh, I, I didn't realize he was involved in this. <laughs> yes. Uh, so then Mr. Oh. Rutherby's like, Veronica, we have to thank your dad. And she's like, no, you have to thank Archie. And they're like, <laughs> what? Christ. Archie, what'd he do? And she's like, you might say... He gave up a part-time job to get us a full-time school. Oh, Jesus. Which yeah, doesn't cause... really make any sense. Yeah. Which is really also, echoed yeah, by does Mr. Not explain anything at all. Mr. Weatherby and Miss Grundy looking at each other like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so that's the end. Thanks, Archie, for wow. saving the day again. That's, uh, that's pretty fantastic. He really is the hero that uh, Riverdale High uh, needs, if, even if they <laughs> don't deserve him. they deserved, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, real so we quick, had a lot just... of civic duties in this one. Yes, we did. I, I also just want to finish the mystery from earlier. Uh, oh, e- yeah. Egad um, comes from Old English from the 17th century, meaning a god. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, see, it's like, oh, god, is basically what they're saying. Also, I was looking at the, like, the use statistics it's very interesting that obviously it's had a very steady down like like downward trend since uh-huh. the 1800s yes. but then you get to year 2000 and there's like a bump it starts going back up again and i'm like <laughs> why did people start saying egad in the year 2000 wow well I there you like go we need to find out yeah i know like what happened was it archie comics brought it back everyone was like saying egad again i don't know man well, we can probably start our wrapping up yeah, I think uh, so. at this point with this very civic-minded Archie Comics Yeah, today's episode, recommendation Archie is Comics. pay taxes for your yeah. local school. Yes. Da, na, na, na. Yes, which I don't think you have to like specifically be like, I'm going to pay the school taxes. Yeah, I don't really think you get a lot that's of how it works. choice there. You can't just be like, I deny these taxes. It's like they must have been trying to pass something. Yes. I don't know what they could... Uh, be doing exactly to deny that yeah it must have been some sort of uh what is it called like a millage or Thank something you. yes yeah a millage <laughs> we're adults yeah we should know that stuff right anyway uh before we get into our outro do you have a recommendation you know i was thinking about this earlier and i was like fuck it i have a recommendation and then i was like i know i'll recommend this and now i can't remember what that was well i can go real quick if you would like and that will yeah. might give you time I'll to think of something rack my brain um, I will recommend a show that I have been watching with my girlfriend lately. She she finished it all and has been, excuse me, and I have been now watching it with her. And that is Bridgerton on Netflix, which I genuinely highly recommend. Um, if you're a fan of uh, like Regency era dramas like Pride and Prejudice, Sense and Sensibility, Emma, like all those kind of things, mm-hmm. um, highly, highly recommend it. It's very fun. Um, incredibly wholesome and sex positive. And uh, it's a very cool alt history where Mad King George married a black woman and basically raised the station of every black citizen in England. So they are exactly on par with everyone else. There is no second class citizenry to being a black person. And so it's got a super cool, multi-ethnic, diverse cast with some amazing actors who are all super hot. It's a very good show. It's a pretty sexy show. Um, And it's, I don't know, 
really fun, good representation, um, and would highly, highly recommend Bridgerton. Yeah, I definitely recommended Immortality to someone at work, and then I was like, there's a lot of sex in this. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, it's explicit. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything else. You, you're, figure, an adult. you're an adult. You can You'll read figure. content warnings. If you, uh, if, you, <laughs> if you get to that point and you're uncomfortable, you can just turn it off. Yeah. And then they were like, wow, I really love that game. And I was like, great. And now we're not going to talk anymore about it. Yeah. We're not going to mention any speci- specifics of it. Yes. We're just okay. going to say we liked it. Anyway. I did remember what I was going to do. I kind oh, of good. have already recommended this in the past. It's... um. So I, I think I've specifically recommended the old like '90s Batman movies. Yes, yes, but you did. I want to explicitly recommend Batman Returns mm-hmm. because I watched it recently. It's the one with um the Catwoman and Penguin. Yes. In it. Oh, one of my favorites. And I listened to a podcast about it, so I'll do like an adjacent recommendation. It's the Bechdel cast, okay. which my friend has turned me on to, and I've been listening to recently. And they did an episode about this, and I was like, I gotta watch that movie again. It's just so fucking fun, and it's relevant to this episode because the penguin is running for mayor. Such a great plot line. It's so fucking funny. And then when he like accidentally has a hot mic moment where he like talks about fucking up Gotham City, and they all turn on him, he diverts to his plan B and just goes to kidnap all the firstborns in Gotham, which is just great. So like played by Danny DeVito too. Yeah, and Danny DeVito's great, and it's also. You know, there's some some thinking that we all need to do about how the penguin is a real, real anti-Semitic stereotype in a lot of ways, and that's yes. concerning. Let's not forget um, the fact that his fucking name is Oswald Cobblepot. And it's Christmas, and he's stealing babies. Oh, um, fuck. <laughs> yeah, so it's Didn't that part's that. bad. But <laughs> it's a movie. It's quite compelling, and it is um, that fucking 90s Batman aesthetic is great. Yeah. So no, it very much is. Which uh, which Batman is that? Is that Val Kilmer? Let me check. I don't. Yeah, I'm not that's great such a good at, movie. Like, actor I... faces. No, you're good. Val Kilmer's got a kind of like nothing face. It's Michael Keaton. Oh, Michael Keaton, even better. And of course, um, Michelle Pfeiffer is Selena Kyle, and of course. she's immaculately hot in this movie. That's such a good movie. There's so many amazing moments in that. I'll always remember the. Um, I think is that movie the. Do we have to start fighting now? Yeah, yeah. That's such a good scene. Such a good line. Mm-hmm. Those two have such good chemistry, and then all of the great umbrella gags with uh, yes. fucking penguin. So good. Yeah, yeah. yeah and movie. it's what it's a Tim Burton directed one, and he just sort of does whatever the fuck he wants with movies. His Gotham is so much fun. Yeah, like, that's that's. I love that feel for a Batman movie of just being like weird and gonzo it's very good yeah, yeah like i did enjoy the robert pattinson batman but let's get weird with our superhero so movies guys sterile compared to this shit like yeah one of these i think the one with poison ivy in it i can never remember the names of these because they're also generic yes um i'm pretty sure there's like a planetarium that's just a statue of like a guy holding a building and the building he's holding is the planetarium but it's like that's how do so people good. get up there who built this that How has... is it structurally stable? <laughs> Why? So many questions. <laughs> that is the amazing gag, too, of uh, Batman and Robin walking across like a landscape. And Robin goes, holy metal, Batman. And then Batman goes, <laughs> yeah. what? And he says, there's metal with holes in it. And I'm like, yeah. wow, they really <laughs> worked to put that joke in there. Yeah, they really uh, were trying hard. Let's get uh, weird with our superhero movies, guys. Let's yes. get weird with it. That's more fun, right? Okay. Also, apparently there's a... <laughs> This is unrelated also, 
There yeah. is a video game that I was watching a let's play of that's like a gambling. It's the Golden Nugget. That's the casino, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so there's a Golden Nugget casino game uh-huh. that just has an FMV game inside of it as like a different mode you could play that's Weird. fucking starring Adam West. Whoa. Yeah, and he Very just is Batman, basically. Like, he's not Batman, but he's like, well, hello, I'm here to help you solve this crime. And then it's like, and you're like, what? It's like Batman music, even. Wow. So, that's... A, that's- incredible yeah it's pretty wild there's like a lady scientist and i say lady scientist because that's extremely relevant because when her equipment is stolen the headline is sexy scientist loses microchip or whatever jesus christ yeah i love that shit uh, uh, okay it's pretty great so there's like five recommendations in one for you yes awesome all right well i'll try and compile all those and put those in the show notes too <laughs> Uh, As always, you can find everything we do at our website, which is RiverdaleHighAV.club. That's got our Instagram, Twitter, email, Podchaser, all that good stuff on there. Please, if you want to leave us a review on Podchaser, send us a message on Instagram, shoot us an email. Any of that stuff will be highly appreciated. And if you have questions or any shit you want us to do on the air, just let us know. Honestly, we're always hungry for good content we can cannibalize and use for our own purposes. Hell yeah. Um, so, I would say that's probably about it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check out our Patreon, that would be appreciated. There's going to be some new bonus content on there. If it's not, it'll probably be up on there already by the time this episode goes up. So, yeah. Uh, as always... This has been the Riverdale High AV Club. I have been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And we will see you at the chocolate shop. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.